This is Wrestling With Attitude, sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. Oh, yeah! With your host, The Summit. You made a trash collector, Enzo. He is better in the ring than Strowman is. Don't tell me Strowman's better than him. Just go to Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Christian should be on TV every single week. Vanguard 1 does time travel. Christian is Hall of Fame. Little Steven, mouth of the Carolinas. Shameless plug. Can I say this? I'm sorry, okay? You know the scaffold matches I like? I like the scaffold matches in ECW where it's just a piece of plywood built by... Ellsworth. I hate to say this, but Matt Hardy is the Marty Jannetty of the Hardy Boys. Come to Puerto Rico. J-B-L. Dixie Carter. She can hug me all night long. Teddy Long! But if Frank the Clown has a chance with her, I am definitely... In the list. Voice of Charlotte, the QCB. Finally, the QCB has come back to the wrestling with attitude show. Jala Buff, the WWE. The Reigns. Horrible Marine movies that John Cena's doing. I'd rather see Kevin Bacon new. Follow us on Twitter at WWA Show. Catch our shows at WrestlingAttitude.com. Listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Spreaker. This is the greatest song ever in wrestling. Don't be jealous. Hey, I'm not jealous of it. I I just don't care. Pay homage, man. Sing it. Nah, what? man. He he wasn't on. He wasn't on TV this week. He so. doesn't have to be on TV every week. See, I, I love. What you have him? On, I love. You have him I love how he switches it on me every every time. No. Like, oh, oh, he, he needs what? to be on TV. No, I told you, Ty Dillinger doesn't have to be on TV yes, when he, he wasn't does. on TV. He needs to be on TV every. It, it, listen, I don't. He is Canadians' only and favorite son. Okay, you talking about Bobby Roode? No, I'm talking about Ty Dillinger. Bobby Roode, really? Not the favorite son. <laughs> yeah, he is. You crazy? You're out your mind. Better than Bret Hart. Oh, Lord. That might it. be true. I said it. <laughs> All right. This week's top five is top feuds of the 80s. Very good one. Uh, you want to start number five? Uh, yeah, I just have to confirm this one. Which one? But I I'll think it is uh, Rick Rude and uh, Jake the Snake. That was 80s. Okay. I'm going to say that's 80s. I loved oh. it. I loved the whole... Uh, and Jake the Snake is on mine twice. Just going to let everybody okay. know. But um, loved it. I just thought, I tell you, man, the thing I love about, all right, first off, the man wore Jake the Snake's wife on his tights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, How is that not? <laughs> and, and you know, she slapped him in, um, like, she slapped him uh, in the ring and everything. Like, it was just a good feud for what it was. Did I not tell you what my tights are in WWE 2K718 no. going to be? No. I told you, I'm going to take a picture of my wife. And on both butt cheeks, I'm putting one, I'm putting it on both. Dang. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm put the logo of us on what the What system you got? One. Xbox. Damn, so we can play online. We'll have to do that this yeah. year. Yeah. Oh. I got one too. 
Yeah. Xbox One? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll have to do that. But yeah, I'm going to Oh, wait. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I got like what? an Xbox. Um, yes, really. I, yeah, I got man. like the Atari. I'm sorry. I, I, we, you could, know. we could join the parties <laughs> and do a triple threat match. That's everything. Right. We'll do a hell and sell. Throw you off the sale again. Do All you right. guys get Nintendo 64? Does that yeah. work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It still works. All right. <laughs> now, you, my stepson actually bought me a Genesis. Yeah? Again. Yeah. Oh, no. A, that's sweet. An now, actual Genesis? Yes. Yeah. How many controllers? Two. Now that's dope. Oh, is it one of those the, the ones the that one goes that on the comes TV? Preloaded. I like that one. Yeah. I have one of those. The cool thing is you can actually get um you can buy other yeah. Sega games and yeah. put it in the that's cool. I know I'm gonna have to because I can't play Alter Alter Beast anymore. Anyway. Alter Beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, we got our top five. You said Jake the Snake for you. Yeah, I'm putting Jake the Snake in um Rick Rude. All right. I'm gonna go with the best tag team robbery Uh-oh. of the eighties. Midnight Express versus Rock and Roll. Express. I knew that was on your Perfect. list. I, I it had to be. Had to be. Actually, I should have switched this to number four, but I'll go with this from number five. The Express rivalry was just the best, man, back in the 80s. It was awesome, man. It wrestled on Saturdays, pay per views, scaffold matches. It was all Jim Cornette with the tennis the racket. Scaffold match. <laughs> it was unbelievable, man. Every kind of match they did, I mean, dude, they always had great matches. Right. And they mm-hmm. were tag team wrestling. Yeah. So, I got NIM number five. Okay. You uh, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. Okay, yeah. Because it was like the first rivalry when it comes to uh, wrestling, uh, uh, especially for the WWE, uh, F at the time. And not that these guys could have moved that well in the ring, especially Andre the Giant, but there was two big forces and. And well, Hulk Hogan stood for Andre the Giant, and he had Bobby Heenan behind him. So it was good versus bad, and they wrestled a couple of times. And you know, Hogan for some reason couldn't body slam him in the first ten seconds of the match, but when he's fatigued, he'll body slam him thirty minutes later in the match. But I thought it was good, man. It was a good rivalry. Oh yeah, that's probably. I mean, one of the best. I mean, that is the rivalry, in my opinion, that made like. Shock the world, especially like at WrestleMania three when when Hogan slammed Andre. Right, never been done. Never been done before. Never been done in his fifteen year career. You know, I mean, I I, I love it, and I think it it was one of those rivalries that really brought um brought wrestling to mainstream. Right. You know, I think a lot of people started talking at that time, and that's why I think it's probably one of the best. That was one of the best. Yeah. So, what was your number four? Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with Hogan and Piper. Sweet. You know, and, you know, it, it, the thing I go with that is because even Piper talked about it in his documentary, and I think I read a little bit, uh, he has a book out, um, which is a really good book that you need to check out. Um, and he talks about his whole character was he would never, uh, Hogan would always, most of the time, win a match. But he never pinned him. He always won the match dirty or some way like, like Piper would never really lose the match. If he got disqualified, okay. But he never really... Never really lost it. Yeah. And that was, that was Piper's whole thing. He talked about he didn't want to lose because when he first started wrestling, the guys who lost got... Um, a lower paycheck and he goes well I'm not doing that 
I'm getting the same amount of paycheck as mm-hmm. you. I'm not getting screwed. I'm not getting put down at the t- at the bottom. So that's why Piper always said he ne- didn't want to lose because he was afraid he was going to get lost in the shuffle. And that's why Piper, to me, is one of the all-time greats because he's just like he was so innovative of 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 you know how how he stayed on top. The the man really never really won a match, but he was still. He's still considered like you know one of the best because he never really lost. I mean, it, it, I, I I like it so I, I I put that one on there. Wow, no, that was a good one. Uh, for me, I got the free birds and Fon Eriks back in the eighties. Of course, see, I didn't put that one on there because I knew you were going to put that one. Dude, I mean, Dude, you can't. Yeah, you yeah. Back in AWA, man. No, <laughs> yeah. not AWA, WCCW. Yeah. World class championship wrestling, man. This, this was Texas. Why, why was it world class and championship wrestling? Like, why couldn't it just been world class wrestling? It had to be world class champion. <laughs> because you had WCW coming. I mean, you, I know, you know, I know, I know. You couldn't world class. I mean, it was different. Do you think they got cool. WCW's name from WCW? Do you know how cool this WCCW was? So great. If it would continued, because they, I mean, do you realize Shawn Michaels, uh, Stone Cold, all these guys started in WCCW? Yeah. And they pushed the Von Eric thing so much, and then the Von Eric kids died. So it's hard to continue, mm-hmm. you know, and they, uh, not just them, but uh, Gene, was it Gino Martinez? He died as well, who was a champion at the time. You know, there's a bunch of guys. It was really good, though. Yeah, and he The couldn't... great stories all the time. So, anyway, that's my number four. Okay. What you got, Q? Uh, Dusty Rhodes versus the Four Horsemen. Oh, man. If that is considered, because the rivals that That's considered a feud. The, I can see that. Feuds have to kind of I mean, because he, he did technically wrestle all of them at one point. They just always jump them. They just didn't like them. Then when he would wrestle one of them, him and Teller Blanchard had classic matches. Of course, him and Nate, then they would just find some way to jump him and beat the crap out of him. And we know about the famous thing that happened on South Tryon. Just It was always something with Dusty Rose and the Four Horsemen. Always. Always something. So that's my number four. Okay. That's number four? Number four. All right. Who you got? Uh, for number three, I'm going to go, I mean, you said it earlier. You, you got to put them on here. The Von Eriks and the Freebirds. One, say what you want, but as a six-man tag team and as a tag team in general, the Freebirds are probably one of the best tag teams of all time. It's just, it, it's it's a given. But going up against the Von Eriks, the sons and sometimes father of of WCW, of WCCW, the owner, basically, trusting his company in his kids and having some of the best feuds and best matches with the Freebirds. I mean, it was really, it was really a Southern rivalry. It was Georgia versus Texas all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's why it works so well. That's why I think it works so well because the, the Freebirds were from Georgia, and, you know, you had the Von Eriks, homegrown boys. Right. You know? And I think that's why it works so well. Because, you know, they made it personal-ish, you know? And it, it's just, it, that's why I love 
I love the rivalry, and I think it's one of the best, especially in the 80s. I just think anytime you got a match with the Freebirds, man. I mean, they, they interest music was awesome. Their name was awesome. The Freebirds. I mean, Michael P.S. Hayes he, made his he, own music. He Come was, on. He was the man. So, <laughs> absolutely. So, I, Michael P.S. Hayes. Check awesome. mark beside that anytime they get mentioned. Yeah. I should have made that my two. I'm but you didn't. it's a. I, I actually. Actually, can I make that my two? And then I'll say my three afterwards. You can do whatever you want. Okay. You can that's, come back to it. that's my number two. Number three for me is Hogan versus Andre. And oh, the only yeah. reason it's three is because of the other two ahead of it. I just, I was so much better to me. Right. Because I was an NWA guy, man, growing up. That was, I love Hogan and Andre because I remember going to school when I was in fifth grade, I guess. And I went to school talking about the match Andre and Hogan. Yeah. Or Andre, yeah, Andre and Hogan the night before. Mm-hmm. But the rivalry was so great. The build-up for it was great. Everything right. was great. Uh, but that's my number three. Okay. Um, and I'm at three. I'm going to stay uh, Harley Race versus Junkyard Dog. Only reason I remember this because I know they had the, a pay-per-view where the, the crown was involved. And uh, that was and Bobby Heenan was out there. And WWE, Harley Race wasn't in WWE that long. But mm-hmm. when he came and he got into it with Junkyard Dog, they had like a little few <laughs> last, I think almost like six, maybe three to six months. And uh, I think Race even won the match, I think. And, he, and that's where like King of the Ring kind of came from. Yeah. No, I mean, Harley Race, I think, was one of the first winners of the King of the Ring. King, right. King Harley Race. Um, Mr. Candlelight just added, uh, did they have TV when – the summit was in school. Oh no! Wait a minute, actually, man. maybe not. <laughs> now wait a minute. I actually had to go to my friends to watch. Uh, no, I didn't watch it that year. Pay per view started the year after. Easy, guy. so no. In all seriousness, pay per view started the year after. So were you? Did, did you actually watch every pay per view from WrestleMania three? Okay, so you never got no, to watch WrestleMania four. I started okay. watching pay-per-views WrestleMania 4. So you never got to watch WrestleMania 1 or 2 or and, 3? Oh, wait a minute. I didn't watch them live. You know what I used yeah. to do? What'd you My do? grandmother used to take me to Blockbuster to rent VHS. No way. You, you rented the WrestleMania VHS? <laughs> she would take me like every weekend. <laughs> Wasn't that cool, though? Because you'll see the cover of it. Yeah. See all the, the covers cool. of the VHSs were awesome because you go, you see everybody on the yeah. VHS cover. And, and you're like, this looks cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. But yeah. I, yeah. Shout out to Grandma. That's right. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> so. <laughs> What, you got to point up? What do we do? Are we sad boo? She didn't go down. I mean, yeah, she didn't go down. Come on, little Steven. Jeez, man. Are we going to take, are we going to do a, you know, drop for the homies next? Like, what are we doing? Wow. Yes, we're going to do one for the beach ball. Right. One for my homie. Right. One for me. Yeah. So, but no, yes, there was TV back then, 1980s. Come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Back in the trailer park, you'd be surprised oh what you get. Gosh. Wildwood Green, man. We used to have a lot of things in Wildwood Green. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to Wildwood Green. That, that's Steve. right. That trailer park, man. That trailer park. We have fish. We went fishing everything down there. All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, my number three, I said Hogan to Andre. What right. you got number three? Uh Oh. Uh, Hogan and Macho Man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought about I, that. I mean, you can't, you can't say nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I got. Okay. Um, 
My number three, because I'm going to go back, because I made the yeah. other one number two. Uh, I'm going to say with number three, um, oh, Savage and Steamboat. Dang. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, because me and the seven were talking about it earlier, because I, I was questioning putting it on my list, because I just, I wasn't sure, because they didn't really have that many matches. Like, you know, they had a good... The whole reason WrestleMania 3 worked so well was, one, Steamboat... I mean, Savage broke Steamboat's neck. <laughs> That's how it worked. Ouch. And then Steamboat does a recovery and comes back and beats Savage. Yeah. And that's why it works so well. And I just... I don't know if it would work. I mean, I don't think it would have been a better feud if that didn't happen. You know, like... I think just because of the horrible circumstances of what happened made it better. Right. You know, and I think that's why it's really tough for me because I looked at some of the other matches they had. Eh, that was the best. That's Ricky Steamboat. And I'll say it. That is Ricky Steamboat's probably top two, top one match of his career. Right. And hell, even Savage. I'll give Savage that too. Next to Ultimate Warrior, because I, I like that one, too. That's one of my favorites. But, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't, I was, like, really iffy on it just because of that whole circumstance. Because I don't think it would have, I don't think the feud would have been a feud without that match. Right. Right. So. To me. No, that's a good one. Okay. To me, the greatest rivalry that didn't involve a world title was Magnum T.A. and Tolly Blanchard. Mm-hmm. That's your number Nothing two? like that. Yeah. Okay. With Baby Doll and everything. Oh, Dude, God, with Baby Doll? They, I'm telling you, they tore the house down everywhere they went, uh, especially in Charlotte. The rivalry was so great. And, I mean, Magnum T.A. was the next. He was it. Yeah. All right, until the accident on his he had that wreck. Yeah. Uh, but the just the robbery between those two were great. But I've got them number two. Hmm. Can't argue with you there, sir. Yeah. Can't argue with that one. And did you realize, you know, I know we talked about it before. He, I didn't realize Tolly actually tagged with uh, Gino Hernandez before he died. Really? And Gino was really good. He was in world class. They yeah. That, called that, the yeah. dynamic duo. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, but then, of course, Magnum T.A. ends up marrying Tolly Blanchard's ex-wife. Damn, in real life. Yeah, real life. Uh, he took it to a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. He but, got the yeah. last laugh on that one. Yeah, and, of course, their, uh, his stepdaughter is wrestling. He, she was in the May Young Classic, yeah, Tessa. Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Tolly's daughter, but... Why does she? Why does she keep Blanchard? Because she's actually totally Blanchard. Yeah, because yeah. she but actually legitimately. Is. That means Magnetier was like that cool with it. Like, okay, yeah. I know I'm. Wait a minute. Hold on. Was it doesn't whole, matter. Whoa, whoa. Even if she became a a, a a TA, it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, well, yeah. TA is actually Terry Allen. Oh, know, well, then he can't on. really become. Was, she can't really call herself TA. Did they already had a. Was when 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 um when Magnum T A matter was they already she already had a baby by Tully. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why she's black. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she kept it. Have you ever seen her? 
Uh-uh. I'll have to show you a picture. Uh, but then, but that was, man, that robbery just right. great. Anyway, that's I my agree with two. you, man. Oh, I thought you were going to steal my when you said Steamboat, but uh, Steamboat or Ric Flair. It was a uh, oh, God. world famous <laughs> promo, man, when uh, Steamboat, because, you know, Ric Flair was notorious for wrestling in the suits and taking his jacket off and just getting in the ring and wrestling in that $3,000 suits. Armani, and, man. Right, and Ric Flair had a damn full-length mink on. And 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 yeah, thing. and Steamboat whooped him <laughs> to his underwear. Man had his drawers on. I ain't talking about boxing. I'm talking about Steamboat was whooping him. I mean, chopping. He tore his shirt off. Woo! He was chopping him. And then Ric Flair get him back. He get him back. He get him back. And then the, the tide of change and Steamboat would jump back on top of him. That was a hell of a promo, man. It was a great promo. So I missed that. That's one thing that really stands Ric Flair out, man. This man will come into the ring, do a promo, doing his promo, interrupt yours, and whoop you in the suit until he, his suit come off. Buttons flying and everything. I missed that, but that's my number two, Steamboat and um, Nate. Okay. That was a great one. And Nate is not dead, you mother effers. That's right. Yeah. The best, the best part about that one is it happened in Charlotte, and yeah. it was truly that way because they also, in Charlotte – had two different uh, gyms yeah. that went against each other. Golds, right? Golds and uh, Steamboat had his. I can't remember what it was right. called. Yeah. But they both had, and they both did wrestling schools here and right. different things, man. So the rivalry was 100% real. Hmm. Amazing story. I got to work with uh, Steamboat's dad at Lowe's. Whoa. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for like four or five years. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Dick Blood was his name. Really? Yeah. Dang, that's cool. So that's kind of cool. He, he always talked about him all the time. And I worked at Block, Blockbuster where Steamboat would come in once in a while. Oh, that's kind of so, cool. Damn. Oh, yeah, because he, he lived. In Cornelius. Yeah. He lived in Cornelius. Yeah, he lived time. in Cornelius for a long time. Right. Um, So my number one uh, is not. That's her, by the way. Damn. Damn. Uh, oh, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> damn. Let's keep this right here for a second. <laughs> Go ahead, you're uh, number one. Go my ahead. number one is not WCW. It's not WWE. It's not even NWA. It is um, a little back alley wrestling place called Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to say regional. No. South Paul Regional. And it is the king, Jerry Lawler, versus Andy Kaufman. Whoa, you took it back. And I am putting that one on there. And you I know number one. Yes, and here is my reason why. I get it. Andy Kaufman is not a wrestler; he is a comedian. He didn't really even have a wrestling match. He had an injury. He actually he was a champion in Memphis. He was the uh, Universal Unisex Champion of Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> which basically what he did was wrestle women in the ring. What? That's all he did. He did a few. But what was the best part of it? Like, because Jerry didn't really do anything in the feud. All he did was pile drive him one time. And Kaufman sold that pile driver for months. He'd go on the Letterman show with a, with a, uh, you know, a cast on his neck. And he'd be like, oh, I'm too injured to do comedy today because of the king in in Memphis. I remember saying that. Yeah. And then um, there's this promo I watched. And it was, it's my favorite promo. And he's basically making fun of every Southerner. Like, if you were a Southerner 
at the time or lived in Memphis, you hated Andy Kaufman. He did this one promo, and he's like, all right, this thing is soap. It is pronounced soap. Oh, yeah. Not soap. Not sip. Not, not sap. Right. It's soap. Get it right. You need to use it because your breath stinks. You smell. And this is what we use in New York. Like, it, it was the best promo I've ever seen Damn. of someone that's not a wrestler. Right. And, you know, New York, uh, WWE at the time, turned down Andy Kaufman, said it would never work. He took it to Memphis, and it worked. <laughs> it was great. And I think just Jerry made it. Because at the time, Jerry was on top. He was, I mean, he was the guy of that promotion. Well, they got into it on Letterman and everything. Smacked him in the face. I I couldn't believe it. I don't know if it was fake or not. (laughs) That's that's the best part about it. I I had no idea. That is why why it's one of my favorite feuds, you know? I mean, and I hate it because my number one doesn't even involve a wrestler. Right. But it just it's just one of those feuds that was just so awesome. That I can't, I couldn't say no to it. So that is why that is my number one. So that's number one. Yeah, that's right. going to be my number one. That's a good one, dude. All right, for me, it is the greatest robbery of anyone. Uh-oh. Any any wrestling robbery. This is the best. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. Oh, Back damn! There's not one for this title yeah. right here. This title. Meant everything to those two guys. Damn. Or you go back to the cage match. You know, Ric Flair and the Horseman broke his leg. You know, we talked about earlier, right. broke his arm down off of South Boulevard. I know, you and I would right drive. Right there to little comedy zone. <laughs> we'd drive down there one day, and you told me that. And you're like, and That's we watched right the down. video on it. Yeah. You can hear it snap. Oh, yeah. You can hear the arm snap in yeah. the video. Like, it, oh, man, it's so painful. The best two promo givers that ever lived. All right. I mean, back and forth to each other. Mm-hmm. So you need to go back and watch their early stuff. And oh, that's he, the best. We stuff. can't NWA. forget the amazing cage match. Yeah. I mean, where the four horsemen was created. That's what I just said. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, I think that cage match, I'm piggybacking off of it. I think that cage match actually really, just for the 80s, one. Cage matches, I mean, they were there, but they weren't like, you know, there's not that many famous cage right. matches. And I think, like, one, that place was going to kill those four guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally. Let them out. I, I think Arn said, he goes, we're not getting out of the building tonight. Right. He, he even said that. They wouldn't let them out. Yeah, like, they had to get police to get them out of there. I mean, they'd be trying to open the cage. You see them waving guys back, and they're trying to get the key. It and was, man. Michael P.S. Hayes was in there, and he's like, yeah, you're not getting out. <laughs> like, I remember Michael P.S. Hayes was like the special guest referee mm, or something like that. So like, oh, my gosh, man. But that, to me, is just the best robbery of the 80s. I think I actually asked you this question before. Probably. But, you know, Michael P.S. Hayes was involved in that match. What if Michael P.S. Hayes was part of the, of, of the Four Horsemen? Would it, it have worked? worked. It no. Worked. No. Because him, him and Flair's ego. Right. You, you don't think it, it just yeah. – it, it would have been – that time. Yeah. That's I mean, why the Four Horsemen are so perfect. They know who the guy was. Yeah. And the other ones follow suit so well, and then they accept that they rose. Well, who's your favorite member of the Four Horsemen? Oh, Arn Anderson. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Arn, Arn's my favorite. Who's yours? <sighs> totally. Yeah. 
Just because I hated him the most. <laughs> hated, I hated You totally. hated Tolly the most? Oh, I couldn't stand Tolly. <laughs> him and Baby Doll. Man, come on. I was Magna TA, so of course I hated right, him. Oh, yeah, right. of course. Yeah, you got to hate. <laughs> Everybody hate Ric Flair, but dude, the way, just the way yeah. they went. I mean, yeah. I liked Ric Flair of the group. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I mean, I loved Arn, but I just liked Arn because he I was, like Arn, but Tolly totally was the nice suits with the yeah. good looking women that yeah. come with him to the ring. No, like, I, I liked Arn because he just. He talked really – he's like, we're going to beat you. We're going to kick your ass. We're going to walk out with the title. I'm telling you, Arnold. That's, and that's all he me. did. <laughs> and then he, they created the, – they're the first ones I see yeah. to do the body slam with your arm behind your back. Yeah. And he was just so And gross. you know he was about business. And he was the one that broke Dusty Rhodes' arm. Yeah, I'm always, He's the one – like, he, he's just – Arn Anderson was tough, man. He was. I mean, he looks like my dad in wrestling gear. Like yeah, that's what he tough. looks like to me. It just—he looks like he got home from his job and said, "All right, I'm going to—I'm going to go wrestle." Like he just yeah, looks we'll, like he we'll got off the couch man, right. and said, "I'm going to go wrestle." <laughs> but he was a badass. That's yeah. why he was so great. It was good, man. <laughs> All right. So, did you say your number one? Oh man, uh, as you said earlier, you said what it could have been. Magnum T.A. Tully Blanchard. God, I had classic matches, man. That was awesome. So I have to go back and watch him. I've yeah. seen one or two matches of him, but and I like Magnum TA because I before I met him, I knew a little bit about Magnum TA. I know so much about him now because I mean that's that's like one of his favorite wrestlers, and right. I know it. He's is. my favorite. <laughs> and Magnum TA is. I think that's the reason I like Tessa so much. Just, just <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I just. I just can't imagine being a daughter of two of the most hated, one of the most hated rivalries <laughs> right. ever. You know, and, you know, I get it. But, uh, no, that was just great, man. Uh, you know, another one I didn't mention that I mm-hmm. loved was Boogie Woogie Man versus Paul Jones. Boogie Damn. Woogie Man and Paul Jones. Back in NWA. Wow. That was a great rivalry. Wow. Back in the 80s. Huh. In the NWA. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to put the other one on there, but it is in the 90s, so I couldn't put it. Maybe when we do the 90s, I'll put it on there, but I wanted to do Hogan and Slaughter. But that was in the 90s, unfortunately, because I love that match just because of what it meant at the time and what it was going towards. So, I mean, even though they're both considered 80s wrestlers, it was not an 80s view. Right. So I cannot put that one on there. But... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's some great 90s we can want to add. Uh, I got, um, so we posted on a wrestling wrestling forum on Facebook. And Are you reading the one I was getting ready to? All right, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to read some. Uh, uh, don't forget Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. That was 90. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a little bit early. Oh, another one. Ultimate Warrior and Savage was very close to mine. Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude. Yeah, I wanted to put that one. I wanted to put Jake the Snake in Savage, but that happened in the 90s. I was a little mad about that because that's where, you know, Savage took, or uh, Jake the Snake had a cobra and it bit Savage. What? Yeah, you, you never saw that video? I remember that one. Oh, yeah, it was at his, like, wedding or something. It was his wedding present from Jake the Snake Roberts. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, um, so we asked the question, what is everyone's top five 80s feuds of all time? We had a few people. Uh, one person, I think the leader of the group, Adam Frazier. Uh, Steamboat Flair, Steamboat Savage, Savage Hogan, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, and Rhodes and Flair. 
I mean, pretty simple, pretty right. pretty clean cut. Um, another one, Steamboat Flair, Backlund, and Hogan. Yep. I oh, forgot yeah. about that one. Road Warriors and a Varsity Club. Yep, mm. that was a good one. Iron Sheik and Hope. Mm-hmm. And that's Don't all I Don't forget Road Warriors and uh, Rock and Roll. This is Bruce. Yeah. Oh, Magnum TA and Nikita Koloff. Yep, that was a good one. Mm. That's a uh, good one. Terry Funk and Ric Flair. Yeah. That yeah. was a big one back then. Yeah, oh. Terry Funk and Ric Flair. Uh, I forgot about that one, actually. Because they, they were both like what? Terry did one in Texas. He had like a wrestling place in Texas that he was big in. We didn't t- say Piper and Hogan. I did. I we said did. Piper and you Hogan. Did. All right. Piper and Hogan. Yeah. Piper and Bad News Brown. Wow. I mean. Piper and Mr. T. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valent versus the Great Kabuki. That was a good one, too, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but Woogie Woogie was Paul Jones because Paul Jones actually wrestled, and then he had his little stable that Boogie Woogie had to go Really? Against. Yeah, Boogie Woogie Man and Abdullah the Butcher was a good See, one. See, I got to go back and watch the Boogie Woogie Man. He was I got to go watch No that offense, guy. listen. I, I loved him, but his music and his interest about it. His, his matches weren't great. Then why does right. he like have some of the best feuds? Because he was he just had some great feuds at the time. Yeah, it just clicked. Ooh, some wow, wrestlers it just wow. clicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Have to go <laughs> yeah, I want to go back and get that now. Um, oh, another one. Um, Sting and Flair. They they did at the, at the uh, at the beginning. You know, with the whole Black Scorpion thing, we're not even going to get into that. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, Flair, you want to dress up as, like, just a guy in a mask and <laughs> say that you know Sting's past? Sure. Right, right. <laughs> and then the guy who you see, it's Flair. Like, really? It's worse than when McMahon was the, the, the leader. Scorpion? It was when McMahon was the leader of, uh, you know. The Minister of Darkness. Yeah, it was yeah. me the whole time. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, you, I think that's about it. I can't was really there think any of any. So you mentioned all the ones on Facebook. Yeah. Right. What was some good feuds in WCCW at the time? Uh, G- oh, Chris Adams and uh, yeah, Chris Adams and uh, Chris Adams and uh, Terry Von Eric, and Carrie. you also had uh, another one that just slipped my mind. Uh, Hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert oh. against Stink. Back okay. in the early eighties, I remember that AWA. Yeah, I love hot stuff. Eric Gilbert with Missy Hyatt. I heard that in a while. Missy Hyatt. Yeah. Oh, um, Rick Rude and Sting. Yeah, that was a good one. Don't forget. Also, well, that's, that's the match that, that he said ended his career. Yep. Don't forget, Mister Perfect. A good one though. Mister Kurt Henning at the time against Nick Bockwinkle because he actually beat oh, Bockwinkle yeah. to win the title. He ended Bockwinkle's long streak. Huh. Uh, but dude, go back. Uh, God, what was the, there's one AWA, the Japanese Express, or the Diamond Exchange, Diamond Exchange against, uh, God, really good tag team I liked back then. Uh, don't forget British Bulldogs against uh, Bret Hart, the Hart Foundation. Oh yeah, that was I thought that was in the nineties. No, that was eighties because that was mm-hmm. WrestleMania two. Uh, wow, they've been two, around three. since WrestleMania Who? too. Hearts, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been around from the beginning. Yeah, 
keep forgetting about that. Yeah. I mean, because Oren was around just as long as Brett. I thought Brett was, I thought he didn't come in until almost like five or four. No, he was huh. WrestleMania 2. Well, that's just a couple of years after it, though, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but like, I thought he didn't come in until like almost the end of the 80s. Because I thought he was still wrestling in Calgary until, like, what, 85, 86? So, huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, I... I th- what's the other one? Um, oh, uh, Dusty and... Um, the one he had in WWE, he actually had not. Was it Million Dollar Man? Million Dollar Man. Yeah, that was a good one. You could do Million Dollar Man and Hogan or Macho Man, right? You know that was early. Or the um, oh King Kong Bundy and uh, Hogan. I know it was some short King feuds. Kong Bundy and Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, I remember that. Give me a John. Oh, Studd here's feud. another one. Big John Stud, Andre Giant. Because but was that, that really a few? Yes, it's a few because he he won five thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars if he could body slam. He accepted uh, yeah. his first challenge was if you could body slam Big John Stud, you mm-hmm. won twenty five thousand. Ooh, right. uh, Piper and Andre came out and Snooker. Snooker, yep, yeah. that's a good one. Piper and Snooker. That's a great one. Yeah, I forgot, man. I should have put that one on my list. Um, but you go, yeah. Uh, NWA, you had Tolly Blanchard and Sam Houston. Because at the time, Sam Houston's wife was Baby Dog. So, oh, she went around Damn, a lot. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how Sam Houston got over. <laughs> so, uh, but Nate, yeah, dude. Give me some tag teams. I can't even think of any. I'll give you one. Gave well, you one. gave me a heart, but. I gave you Road Warriors and gave Midnight Express. Midnight Express. I mean, Not Road uh, Warriors. Road Warriors and, uh, who is it? Rock World Express. Yeah. Uh, the Fantastics. Ooh. Against. Uh, you know, rock and roll spirit. You had the Steiner brothers against the Beverly brothers. In oh, WWE. yeah, I forgot about that one, yeah. Or the Steiners versus, hello, Steiners <laughs> versus Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's the one I was lo- looking for. I forgot about that. I mean, dude, come on. Was that in WWE? No, it was WCW. That's what it started out in WCW. All right, moving on. Uh, if you got any more, share with us on Twitter at WWE Show. Uh, today in wrestling history, back in 1985, Junkyard Dog won a 21-man battle royal in Maryland that featured King Kong Bundy, Black Jack Mulligan, Bobby Heenan, Hart Foundation, British Bulldogs, and others. Rest his soul. Uh, let me see. Uh, WCW held their fall brawl pay-per-view in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, NWO was there. J.J. Uh, Dillon, back in 1998, introduced uh, Arn Anderson, and Anderson proceeded to bring back the Four Horsemen with Michael Benoit and the new member, Dean Malenko. That was a horrible Four yeah. Horsemen. Yeah. Wait, who was it again? It was Dean Malenko. Michael Benoit, Malenko, and Arn Anderson. That was terrible. Without, I didn't uh, like Flair. Michael and Benoit. Well, you, Flair didn't think he would wrestle again after this, so that's the reason they kind of didn't have him in the horseman at all. Uh, uh, see, Simon Dean debuted in two thousand four. Great, <laughs> awesome. 
Next page. Next page. Yeah. Next page. Next page. I'm trying to look at any other thing, big news that came out back then. But First uh, off, that was not big news, sir. <laughs> so, Simon Dean does not even get to be on the best wrestler ever. <laughs> Simon D was a great character. It, uh, technically, I don't even want him on the roster of 2004. You don't want okay? him on the roster? <laughs> yeah. That's rough, man. You don't want him on the roster. Anyway, that's today in wrestling history. He was a horrible, he was a horrible gimmick. It was pretty bad. <laughs> now you sound like Dolph Ziggler. No. Nah, Dolph Ziggler was a good gimmick, though. He when he used to horrible. come out and go, hello, my name is Dolph Ziggler. Great. Yeah. All right. Great. Do you have anything else? And when he was with Kerwin White, that's another one. <laughs> no, I'm right. good, man. Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, man, I enjoyed this week's podcast, and I also enjoyed um, what Strowman did. I'm glad he's here. He's making wrestling interesting again and fun again for the big man. We hadn't seen this kind of excitement, I guess. I don't want to say right back. He wasn't a big man, a uh, uh, Brock Lesnar. I'm talking about like seven feet tall guy since Undertaker Kane. It's been so, a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. I may be forgetting some guys, but. I like that, and I like that. Um, what Kevin Owens doing a SmackDown? So that you know, good. trying to shake it up. McMahon's coming back in some capacity. So I like what's going on. Yeah. Definitely make it interesting. Cena still, still sucks though. <laughs> All right, no, that's true. All right, everybody, uh, don't forget to watch Toad Bellas. That's, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, but he's not kidding, folks. Cause he's going to go home and watch, watch it. Watch it I know exactly what he's going to do. I will watch and, it. And uh, Maurice is not really pregnant. Yeah, it's all fake. It's a fake right. pregnancy. It's Enzo's baby. Oh, gosh. All right. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo. All right. On that note, we will end the show. Thank you, everybody, on Periscope and Facebook Live. Uh, check us out every week at 5.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. Tweet us at WWE Show and have a great week in wrestling.